Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Mommy Group. Hello. Hello. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about Instagram getting rid of the likes. I mean, I'm actually, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I kind of thrive on seeing all my likes grow up. <laughs> oh my God, I wouldn't have thought that about you. Okay, we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about Christy Turlington um, and her decision to, to not use Botox. To Botox or not to. filler. I love this one. I mean, she's obviously a supermodel, but this is a good one. And we're going to share whether or not we have. <laughs> Scandal. Uh, we're talking about CBD and certain moms, certain people that are using it for anxiety reduction. One mom in particular shared her story. And uh, again, whether we do or we do not. Dan, Paula helps you just be a normal person sometimes. Absolutely. And then last up, we're going to talk about Jessica Simpson was sort of discussing the madness that is having three kids um, and what that does to your life. And each of us are going to share our own. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into it. All right, so first up, I want to talk about this sort of story that's been circulating about how Instagram is talking about testing out something new where they might actually remove likes altogether. So they're not going to remove the action of clicking like and that actual engagement, but they're going to remove the number of likes you got from your page. Right. So when I go on your page, I don't know whether your picture got five likes or 5,000 likes. But you, as the poster, actually gets to see them. And exactly. I'm sure if you're doing branded things, they well, still have access to what those I, analytics, That's what right? I'm wondering, just as obviously content creators, mm -hmm. as we all are, I was wondering if it affects us in that, because a lot of times the brands ask us for the analytics, like yeah. how much impressions and to measure conversions. So let's say I'm doing a beauty brand deal, and no one else can see my likes, but it still doesn't take that pressure away if those brands are going to require us to share yes. what our likes were and impressions. Because to me, you still then, as the person that is posting, has that anxiety. Yes, it may alleviate it for the general public because we all don't have access to each other's. Yeah. But when you're working with a brand, it still determines how much you're going to get paid by that brand. I think yeah. this is really Instagram just eliminating that public pressure of the popularity contest yep. and then making you really tag the brand so that it shows it's a brand partnership and then they get to see a limited amount of analytics. Well, I think that the the big thing that I took away from this, which was interesting as to why Instagram was even implementing this or mm -hmm. thinking about it, was obviously this whole anxiety-driven yeah. platform. But also, they were like, this was not why Instagram was created, so that people can come on and sell things. However, this is primary resource of their like what makes their platform run yeah is all of this this is a business now and it's it's what makes it what in, makes instagram instagram i think that for people who work in an industry where they do use instagram for work and they work they are reliant on that engagement this is maybe tough news i think for everyone else yeah. this is fantastic news. i agree i think it's just like i'm not gonna care personally it's a relief to me because to me instagram is this oh, one space too. that i don't I just feel like I have no control. I have no understanding. I have no grasp on what works on my page on Instagram. And I've decided to just say, like, screw it. I'm not going to pay attention. That's also because Orly, FYI, has reached 100,000 followers on yes, YouTube. Yes, she just has. Just a quick little yes. PSA there. Little 100K yes. on subbies. Yes. Yeah, that was very exciting. But And it's funny because, like, in that environment, I would actually be really bummed if they took away the views because the views on there my engagement on YouTube is so high and I'm so right. proud of that because I'm like, yeah, I'm creating good content and people are digging it and they're all watching mm. it and they're sharing it and I want everyone to see that. Whereas Instagram, I'm like, I don't even know. Like yeah. half the time I get 300 and then it's like 1400 and I'm like, what? Yeah, why? So to me, me, removing it would be a dream come true. For me as a mom and talking to some of my mommy friends who have kids that are older that are on social media, this is huge. This would be like fantastic. A dream, right? yeah. It just adds a whole other layer of pressure. 
of social anxiety, yeah. of clicks. It's like you mean it takes it away, the pressure. Yeah, yeah. Like social media right. adds that. So taking this away totally. in that comparison game would be great. Yeah, and I think that then you get back to focusing on creating cool content because you're just saying, what picture would I want to post right now? If it doesn't matter about anyone else's reaction to that picture, what would I post right now? Can I say something though? What I think? No. <laughs> can no. I? Can I? That's not what we do. <laughs> say something. I think unfortunately what's going to happen is that they're going to implement this and it's I hope it does do everything we're saying which is going to alleviate all the anxiety and the pressures for especially the younger generations now what I'm worried though is that the next thing is going to come up and we're going to have to go to that for all another platform yes that for everyone that is using this platform as a business and for those people and companies and influencers or content creators that are not finding it useful anymore or it's not working for them it's just gonna be another thing that's created. All I want is for whatever they're doing to stop messing with the algorithm. (gasps) Because I am so tired of laying in bed seeing a photo that my friend has posted two days ago. But Instagram, what is this being like, what is going on? They think that they're creating content that's more geared towards what you actually care about, but we follow people for all different sorts of reasons. So like I follow accounts for a wide variety of reasons and I want to see all of their content. I don't want to see the same. And sometimes, like I know this is so stupid, but sometimes I don't want to engage with certain people's content because I know it's going to tell the algorithm I want more of it and I don't actually. I'm just see, trying to be nice. And that's like, so, that it's is- like someone I went to high school with and she posts the same ridiculous picture of like, no, again, oh a gosh. blurry picture. If you guys of are her. friends with me, I like everything. <laughs> yeah, I heart but everything. I, I comment on. I everything. appreciate that as someone who creates content yeah. and like mm-hmm. gets makes money off of that. That's something I appreciate. But I hear you. I hear you. Sometimes I'm like, that. I like their picture because it's like it's a friend and I want to like it. But then I see every one of their pictures and they're not that good. So like, I don't want to see every like I. I want there to be a variety. I think they're trying to figure out. They're also right now launching. Um, so they're making it, so, so you know how before like certain brands have the ability to have that little white bubble when they're selling something? Mm-hmm. So like you could have all right. the jewelry and like the you shopping. tag it. Right. Yeah. So what they're doing now is they're allowing influencers to right. have that same access. They don't get a commission yet, uh, which hopefully that would change for some people. But now like, let's say I'm wearing certain earrings, I could link to the shopping thing and it would then open it up in the retailer's store. No commission for me, but it would be basically direct shopping from my page. So you're thinking if they're doing that, they're really just turning Instagram into a shopping. on things that already exist. Well, that's a shopping platform. But that's because that is their primary. What they're realizing is that what started to be. Facebook took it over. Yeah. And and what Instagram used to be, which was a place of creativity Mm -hmm. and, you know, just beautiful pictures is, of course, now becoming something where millions of people are monetizing exactly to that point. So. Do you yeah, remember that when Instagram first came out? And like, I thought it was just a way to edit your pictures. Oh. I didn't realize that they posted anywhere. I mean, X Pro. Really? With all, with, all the, with all the frames. It was like the, the most best. hideous filters with all of those frames. The and X I was Pro like, oh. filter. Is that what, yes. one of my favorite? And Amarillo or something like that. I'm oh, like, really? Whatever. Yeah. I don't remember. Those what are What I like but. about what this could do is it's going to force people that use Instagram to focus on the content, not on the shares, not on the likes. And as a content creator myself, I love that. I, yeah. I want to be able to show people like to, to see how people engage without seeing oh is this a popular post or not right and I wonder though you know what's so funny is you know they've said that there's it's it's you get the same reaction in your brain 
with like likes as you get with like um like certain drugs. I'm like sure endorphin. it's an endorphin. So I wonder whether actually engagement will fall off. Yeah. Because if you know that you're not actually going back to check right. your likes, that endorphin rush that you get when you're curious and that whole thing that happens in our brain right. that keeps us opening up the app just to check, just to check. If that's not oh, going to matter, I, just I wonder if engagement drops. I get that feeling when I crack open a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, like an the, ice cold a, in the can. A Bud well, Light. Someone, someone, sponsored. someone had told me, a social media uh, expert had told me, Ooh. which was a great thing. I thought it was the best advice ever. They were like, when you post, put your phone down yeah. and don't look at it for 30 minutes. Don't look at your post. Don't even scroll Instagram and just put it away. So I, I do think that that's been helpful. Mm-hmm. And I love the feature now, you know, on your phone, how it tells you how many hours you're on it. Because when you look at <gasps> uh, that, you're like, time. what the hell am yeah. I doing with yeah. my day? It's not okay to be spending no. that much time. Whereas one of my girlfriends is like, <laughs> two minutes. I was like, wow, who are wow. you? Wow. No like, wonder I, I can't get a hold of you ever. The worst is that it divides it up by productivity and like how long you were in your email yeah. and then social media and you're like, whoopsie yeah it was working yeah except it doesn't factor in that certain things like it includes um like facetime as social media yeah so if you have like a 20 minute conversation with with your your husband or something you're like that wasn't social media i should tell my husband that yeah and it also doesn't include there's no way to yeah there's no way to say like whether you were on social media for work or whether you were just like putzing around regardless of instagram i like to putz a lot (laughs) A little putzeroo. I think the thing is, regardless of them implementing this, it's it's here to stay for at least a long time. So we'll yeah. see where it goes. But um, you know, on the topic of Instagram and mm. how everything is so be- beautifully curated, Ugh. and everyone looks so freaking damn. Which, gorgeous. by the way, pretty this filter. week I discovered the pretty filter. <laughs> thanks, thanks because to me. Ami did this whole thing about it, guys. Well, I only use the puppy filter. I have this whole oh, thing against. Basic. I don't understand. <laughs> basic B. Literally, I'm a female B. I don't understand why people, influencers especially, will go on and tout this product that they're using, like skincare, mm-hmm. or yes, beauty, and or especially skincare. Fine if you want to do it, lipstick, whatever, but like especially skincare and you're telling me you don't have pores because of this product but I can't see your damn pores because yeah, you, you have, have hearts all over you. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't understand it. So I just make it a point. Especially for me, like I'm in my late 30s. I just, if someone is going to buy a $200 product that I'm t- <gasps> telling them to buy, yes. I'm telling it to you because it really works. So I you need you to, to be able to see my skin. And yeah. So I don't know. That's just my my big pet peeve that I have with other creators. So um Anyways, I feel like so, we should do a consistent thing on our biggest pet peeves on social media. I, I think. So. Oh, Wait, I love I mean, that. I mean, I could go on a rant, but so I, I could too. But I, I think the biggest thing that that brings me to is I found this article that I absolutely loved, and it was about Christy Turlington. You obviously oh, everyone so knows who Christy Turlington oh gosh, is, and if you don't, she has a handsome AF husband. I mean, gorgeous. oh really? George Ed Burns. Burns. Oh, George. <laughs> oh my gosh. Not George Burns. Ed Burns. He's like Mr. New York. He's a really, really talented um, um, director, writer. Yeah, he's beautiful. Very like, very like indie film. What's that movie that he did with the indie film with a long time ago? Was it with Uma Thurman? No. Why am I getting? I'm missing. Uh, No, with um. Cameron Diaz yes, and yes. Jennifer Aniston. The one, yes. What was that? The girl. I can't remember the name of it. Anyways, right now. great movie. Yeah, and so Christy Turlington is uh, that's her husband, and she herself obviously a big supermodel in the nineties. Huge. And now she's fifty. And if you guys see her, she still does Calvin Klein ads and stuff. She is stunning. It almost but, feels like all those old school supermodels have like the secret to yeah secret sauce. Youth. I mean, yeah. but here's the thing: you do you do notice them aging, which I think is mm-hmm. normal, obviously. Mm-hmm. But Christy, there was this whole thing about how. She specifically 
you know, she doesn't go around talking about it, but she does not get Botox done. She does not get any filler. She does Amazing. not do anything to her face. And her whole thing is like, mm. why would I do this? Because to me, it's erasing all of these experiences I've created. And I was like, that's a very that's beautiful That's such sentiment. a romantic way of it thinking is. about it. It's them. a very sentimental way of saying it. And obviously we hear that all the time. It's a very cliche thing, right? It's like our laugh line. Yeah. There, it's the roadmap to our lives. We get that. But realistically... Like, is that something that you guys, are you, do you guys do Botox? Do you guys do fillers? Do you guys do any of that stuff? Like, I love your... this topic. I yeah. haven't done anything, but I can't wait wow. for the day I do. Well, I have... Like, I'm so down when it happens. Yeah. I have. I, I get, I get Botox in my, like, crow's feet yep. on the sides of my eyes. I get it in between my eyebrows. The um, 11s? The, yeah, called. although yep. I only get one, so they yeah, only do, I, I don't one, get, too. I don't get an 11. I get, like, a off-centered one, one which is real <laughs> fortunate. So they, I do it there, um... And then I've gotten filler before in my under eye. Oh, you had? Did you bruise? No. That's a really common, that's a more common thing to do. Yeah, this girl that did it was amazing. So she, it's like, there's like this portal. They take this tiny, tiny, tiny little needle and they put it under your cheekbone, like by your cheekbone and through there, which this is going to sound so gross. They like fish it up? Yeah. Yeah. And so, so you're, because your cheeks are fleshy, they're not nearly as delicate as the skin under your Mm -hmm. eyes, so it doesn't bruise. So she's going from here and then she puts the needle through that thing and goes up and just puts it in. And it was really subtle. It was really soft. I just felt like there. I had some darkness. Felt like I constantly needed to wear concealer, yeah. like all the time, and I love wearing no makeup. And I was like, God, I love that. What the hell? This. Talk to an Indian yeah. girl, and then we'll talk about dark circles. Okay. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, whether whether it's no matter what, it's in relation right. to your own yeah. skin changing, and all of a sudden you're like, man, that's new, and I don't like that. That doesn't make me feel great. So I did it, and it was, and I'll continue to do it. I think as long as you're doing it really, really subtly, and right. you have someone that you trust that's not going to let you go crazy then I think that you can age really gracefully because I'm going to allow wrinkles to happen on my face. I'm not going to be frozen. I'm going to allow them to come. But if I can just extend that for a little bit and do really subtle things as I go, I think I'll continue. Well, I think that's really the the best balance anytime you do anything to your face especially. Well, I think coming also from like skincare and beauty with my stuff, for me, I like to call it baby Botox. It's very minimal. Mm-hmm. And I started when I was 35, so I'm 37 now. And I go once a year. I go very minimally. But there are things that I do like. Like, I like having a little laugh line. Like, yeah. to me, it's my signature. The first time I remember I got Botox done, it was a very foreign feeling for me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't settle in for anybody that's never got, like, you've never got yeah, a brandy. Right. It takes, like, It takes about week. two weeks to, like, or a week and a half to, like, settle in. So you get it done, and you're like, okay, whatever. And then all of a sudden, you wake up one morning, and you're like, my face is frozen. Oh, and, my gosh. Um, okay, when I go, I see? promise to make you guys come with me. Yeah, yeah. We'll go. We'll go. Yeah. I know, the beige don't age, so I'm just waiting until I turn don't into age. a raisin. Brown don't frown, beige don't age. Yeah. And white it. people are F. <laughs> <laughs> it's white likes to keep it tight. Yeah. No, we, we don't. Um, I never notice like a real tightness. Like I don't. Oh, you don't? I don't know. I never notice well, like a frozenness so or a tightness. It doesn't look like you get anything done, which is awesome. Because I, I, I would say like you always speak with such character that yeah, my you, face moves like crazy. you need. I'm, but I think that's so important is to be able to see like lines. And I think that I probably metabolize it really fast though because I have to go like yeah. every three months. Oh, wow. Yeah, you must. So you I must, must metabolize it fast. But um, but yeah, I think that for me, it's one of those things. I like the idea of saying, yes, these are all, this is the proof of a beautiful life right. and all of my experiences. I, in theory, I really of like course. that idea. Yeah. But I also feel like 
I have all of those experiences in my memories and in my brain. <laughs> I don't and need them I, on my face. Yeah, and if mm-hmm. I can do something that's going to make me feel a little better, even stupid things it's like, like when you do hair, though, like we don't even need to go there. Like I, I definitely will continue to color my hair to get rid of grays until yeah. I feel like I don't. Want and to if that anymore. makes you happy, then we yeah. should. But I think what this really, why this spoke to me was that I loved that it was coming from a supermodel, yes. and the fact that if you do Google her then and you see her, you can see her 11s on her forehead. Yes. You can see. The age and, and to then me, she still it was looks yeah no yeah exactly and that to me was like you know what you can age gracefully and even in this article her facialist who by the way if you guys want to look her up her name is Joanna um, check check and I was just gonna say that I love what she said about she, there's a whole article on yeah. how she got started and what she does but like what I love about her is that she actually explains like. Um, how vertical lines are different than horizontal lines on your face. And so the horizontal ones are the ones that are more like from memories. But she said vertical lines are a different thing caused by facial quirk or tick, um, which is which is exactly what like the 11s yeah. are on your brows. Like, oh, she also your brows. is like the prime um, facialist and esthetician yeah, for so Thurman. many celebrities. Yeah. And when she was asked who has the best skin out of your clients, she said hands down Christy Turlington. Yeah. I know. And that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. But I think that's the thing is that it just – brings these celebrities who are otherwise untouchable make, yes. brings it down to reality and it makes you feel like you know what that's okay if I don't if I want to if at 50 I look aged it's okay yes and yeah. there is there is we all have that experience you know like I work on a, a TV show we have a lot of celebrity guests come on the show and I have to say there's something about when people end up going a little overboard and they do a little too much that really this I hope this doesn't sound awful but I'm gonna say it anyway where <laughs> instead of seeing what you what they wanted you to see, all you see is their insecurity. Yeah, uh-huh. just oh all gosh. because all of a sudden it looks like they are struggling with their identity, with aging, with their beauty so much that they really changed their face. They didn't just try to maintain. And maybe it was an accident, right? Maybe someone was a little heavy-handed. Maybe they had a bad reaction. You never mm-hmm. know what it is. But to me, when I see someone all of a sudden that looks really different, that looks too tight or too swollen yeah, or too it's- frozen. You don't see anything other than a little like, oh. Yeah. That's why. You know, like you're like, you feel bad for them almost. That's why it is so important you go to someone that you absolutely trust and it's board certified. Start so slow. Exactly. Start Start so so little. Small. So little. Be conservative. conservative. Don't go overboard because it is something that I think, you know, it's a craft. It's an art. Mm -hmm. And it's very subjective. So what one person think looks thinks looks natural, the, another person may not think. It's just like makeup. Whereas like what you think is a smoky eye is not what you right. think it is. So and this a lot of this thankfully is reversible. You know, like you can yeah. remove it, like filler you can take out, but you don't. You just don't want to mess around. And no, it's yeah. and there are some people who are like young. Like I remember when Kylie first started getting all that work. I'm like she looks thirty and she was like nineteen oh at the time. Sometimes it backfires and makes yeah. you look older exactly. than you exactly. should be. Exactly. I agree. Exactly. I just thought. That well, was I love that we all agree that you should do whatever you want to your face when you want. Yeah. I, I As long as you go slow. Yeah, I say go slow. Um, all right, so the next topic, I thought this was so interesting. So there's a story uh, a mom sort of came forward talking about how she is starting to take CBD, and she did it for, what, about a month? Um, and it really reduced a lot of her anxiety. She talks about, you know, like, I'm the last person that would do this. I don't even really drink. Like, having a glass of wine at the end of the night is, like, not part of my process. But that – so she's not someone you would expect to sort of jump on the CBD bandwagon. Right. But that – she did it in a desire to reduce some anxiety that she was suffering and that it really did work for her. 
Well, this was interesting. It says like a recent survey, and this is from Motherly, which I love that website, by the way, guys. Um, but it was saying that a recent survey of more than 800 women who have tried CBD found the top five reasons for taking it are reducing anxiety, pain relief, relaxation, improved sleep, and mood stability. So obviously, those are all great things, especially when you're talking about new mom, new family. No, well, that's major. I was talking about that with a friend of mine, and I'm like, so much of the pressure of being a new mom or mom otherwise is just being able to function. Yeah. And when you are sleep deprived or your kid isn't sleeping, you're not eating well, I mean, all of that creates anxiety. And I think so much of the issues that we have as parents, whether you're losing your patience or you're forgetting things or you're- Postpartum depression. Yeah, or yelling at your kids. All of those, I feel like go back to just the basics, getting a proper good night's rest and not being anxious. And I love that CBD is available for people. Um, that have those issues. And also, do you guys, I mean, Kim Kardashian just had her fourth baby shower and it was CBD themed. Did you guys see that? Oh, was I didn't it see really? That. She had a whole CBD themed uh, baby shower. It was amazing. Oh my God, I can't. But okay, wait, can I ask something? Am I going to sound like a little, idiot, a bit of an idiot? So, CBD is the actual, it's not weed. CBD no. mm-hmm. is the Can- cannabis. It's like the cannabis yeah. that, so. So you can have CBD without any THC in it. Got so it. you can have no psychoactive effects. Got it. That's just straight CBD with no THC at all. You can also have CBD that has different levels of THC. And normally those are, I think, called tinctures. And when you buy them, they come in ratios. So it'll be like one to one, like one ratio of CBD to one ratio of THC. And that's very strong. You could do one to three, one to four. Got it. You can get these different ratios. So some of them can have THC in them. Some of them can be pure CBD with no THC, no psychoactive effects for anyone who either doesn't want to, doesn't want to take drugs in any way, even, yeah. even something like, um, Cause it comes in like oil form now. Well, and yeah, yeah. Something it, it has been life changing for people that have eczema, right. yeah. um, for pain, for nausea. I mean, yeah. it is really like changed people's lives. Well, isn't that why marijuana in the, well, different, but marijuana was legalized, right? For the whole reason of pain reduction and stuff with cancer patients and whatnot. Well, well marijuana so- was legal for, for medical purposes, but it became legal now and recreational way in California. So I think, I don't think that the new legalization of it it's has not- anything to do with the medical because that has always been the case if you if you're you know for cancer patients they could be prescribed marijuana but now it's become it's become legal as just recreation you don't need well bringing it back to what this mom said she says before cbd i'd find myself almost resenting story time my mouth would be smiling but i would be screaming frustrated on the inside that i was reading the same batman book for the 700th time when i could be unloading the dishwasher putting away laundry catching up on emails and i feel like even someone that you know, doesn't want to do CBD. I mean, this is just a great reminder. If you are feeling that way, there are so many resources available to you, whether it is CBD or finding an outlet like Mommy Group, this Mommy Group, Mm -hmm. or essential oils or finding a way to meditate so that you become more of a present, less anxiety, anxious-ridden mom. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that we have this expectation that we should sort of like relish in all things mommyhood and all of it should be great. And if it, if every moment of it doesn't feel pure and sweet and, you know, like it's crazy, but I love it. Like mm-hmm. if you're not that way all the time, you're like a bad mom right. and you're doing something wrong and keep that to yourself because you must not love your kids. And so I think like when you feel that moment when you're sitting there and you're like, I see freaking moms on Instagram posting story time and they look so happy and right now all I mm-hmm. want to do is scream and get mm-hmm. out of this room because I have so much crap to do. Like if you're feeling that, not only are you feeling that, which is not a great feeling, but then you're feeling the guilt about feeling that. Oh, I was that. just going to say oh, the which guilt is then yeah. or the thing. resentment for yeah. your significant other. Well, that's or... the thing. That's, I think, the biggest thing is the, the resentment of the significant other. And I remember when we first had our first and then I got pregnant really fast afterwards, it was one of those things where I was like, 
we need to have structure here and I need to be able to do things and have an outlet, which is why we have like a part-time nanny now and things like that. Because if I didn't have that, I would absolutely be going crazy. And so there are different ways that you kind of make it work. Yeah. And obviously this is something that helps people. What I like about this is that it's just like you were saying, Brandy, this is a reminder that you have to prioritize yourself. It is in order for you to be a great mom and a great wife and a great friend and a great everything, you have got to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And whatever those things are for you, if that is going out with your girlfriends one night a week and having a couple too many glasses of wine and just laughing your ass off, great. If that is working out, hiring a nanny who can come over for one hour so you can go on a run, like whatever that is for you, that needs to be like a non-negotiable in your arrangement with the people around you. If you're a single parent, you call all your friends. Who's available to swing by to watch the kids for an hour? I need a minute. I need to get a pedicure. I I love that you said this because I was talking about this on Instagram the other day and I was just pointing out how one of the best things I ever did. So I have a nanny that helps us whenever she can, but then I also found a stay-at-home mom who I adore, whose kids are in school full-time. She has the flexibility to pop over for a couple hours. I pay her. Um, And then also, when Millie was little, I would do trades with friends all the time. You know, like, you want to get your nails done for an hour? I'll be at the park with the kiddos. We'll hang at the playground, have a picnic. But find ways to get your me time. I think every single woman needs to do that. And I love what you said, Orly, because you have to find a way. You have to. Yeah. You have to, or you become a crazy person putting on a big smile all the time to look like you're blissfully in love with parenthood when really you're freaking out. Yeah. Because you need things. Like, that person that existed before all these other people needed you still exists inside of you, and she still needs... Some of that shiz. Happy mom, happy baby. Yes, absolutely. Happy life, happy wife, happy life. And I just want to say real quick about, um, one more thing about CBD real quick is I know that it's not, uh, it's not necessarily legal everywhere. So like for us in California it is, so it's very easy to go into um, literally like a storefront, a store, talk to them, tell them what your issues are, tell them what you want. They can help you. They're really knowledgeable. It's not nearly as sort of scary as people think it is. I have gone in before. I've gotten CBD to help when I can't sleep and stuff like that. So it's easy, but there are also a lot of websites. There's actually a website. Um, oh, maybe I'll do that as my product. Yeah. I was going to do a different product. No, you know what? I'll do it now. Um, there's a website called Miss Grass. And you can buy it online. Kind of, I'm pretty sure no matter where you are, although maybe it was easy because I'm in California, but it's called Miss Grass and they have a pen called a Bebo pen. It's a little bit pricey, but it's pure CBD with no THC in it. So for people that are struggling with anxiety, if you're reading this and you're curious, that might be a good way to start. Um, and I think they do have a couple of more Ms. inexpensive, Grass. Miss Grass, okay. they do have a couple more inexpensive things. They have like bath bombs. CBD bath bombs. They have a bunch of stuff. So I know. You can look around Beauty and find... Beauty stuff is like insane. It's, yeah. I mean, the, all the, you know, masks and everything. Totally. So just in case you, you're curious, but you're like, oh my God, I'm intimidated. Where do I start? You can always do that and they respond really well to emails. You could probably get customer service and talk about your needs and stuff like that. Well, speaking of CBD, I feel like Jessica Simpson might need to get a pen, <laughs> a Bebo pen for herself. Uh, recently, she was interviewed and she said that being a mom of three is more than a full-time job. In fact, it's like having... Um, two and a half jobs and that really resonated with me because I only have one child right now one in my belly and I swear it is just crazy how much time it takes to take care of a little one and maintain your job plus household duties Um, wait isn't this funny though look at this this said a survey found moms of four or more are less stressed because they have the body kids. system, guys. If you've been but listening moms to our of three podcast, are way more stressed than moms of two. Oh my god, Danny. I've always said this. I you gotta have right. two or four. Everyone needs a bestie so everyone can help each other. 
Where did you see that? I love it's that. On, see, sometimes it's on, sometimes on I think that the reason, though, for that is not because everyone has a buddy, but because when you have four kids, you, like, give yourself a break and you make your kids, like... You gotta take care of yourself. Other. Like, listen, I got I got four of you. Like, yeah. whereas with two, you feel like you can do it all, so you make yourself do it all. Where four, mm. you're like, I could never possibly do this on my own. Everyone needs to pitch in. So I don't know. Like to me, in my yeah, mind, I, I always so. thought that that was the reason why having four. Some people say is like actually easier. I mean, I get. It. I mean, I get it because of like you know when you're at hotels or when you're on rides and things like that. You always haven't. You don't have an odd man out if you have an even number. But speaking of like thinking about number three, you guys know mm. I've talked about thinking yeah. about having. Yes, the status. I don't have a special announcement. Well, <laughs> I went. I went to go. You know, retrieve the little IUD. I have an IUD in, so okay. I have the Marina, and it's every five years I have to get it replaced. So we we're coming up on five, and I was like, I really. Let's you know. Let's is, just see let's what just happens. Try. We're gonna just get the little sucker oh out, God. and we'll see. So I go, and by the way, background: my actual OB is Dr. A, who is now the one that delivers like Chloe and Kylie. Yes. So she's like some hot shit, you know. So like, I you know lucky you're, if I can get in there. Yeah, you're so small and she's at Cedars, so I was like, I'm not gonna go all the way over there. I went to my general out here, and I was like, I'm just gonna get this out. Cool. She goes in. We're in there for like 30 minutes. She's like, uh, I can't locate your IUD. And I was like, wait, oh what? My gosh. So I'm like, I have this like foreign object up in my cervix. I can't find oh it. Oh, my god. So gosh. then she goes back in. She's like, I can't find it. You're going to have to go to no B and get an ultrasound. And Oh, my gosh. And, you know, it may have potentially been pushed up to your uterus, in which case. Is that dangerous? I mean, she said there's no, you know. Uh, I've also read about things like coming out. Well, yeah, you can get like, it taken potentially out. Potentially, like, but the thing is, is like that. where and would you? not see it I I don't know I mean it's small but yeah. the thing is it's usually a string is there is visible yeah, which is why people say pull. sometimes you can feel a string but I think is what I think is that doctor is just so badass at what she does she probably just you know MacGyvered that and like knows exactly how to just pull it out because mm. I have a feeling if I went to her she'd be like no nah, it's right there boom but either way oh I'm at gosh. a point our now, jaws are like on the table I know where so I have guys. to go because the thing is if it is pushed up to the uterus I have to get it Surgically removed. So <gasps> I'm gonna have to go. I know. So I was like, who pushed no. it up there? Your husband. <laughs> I'd blame him. Damn you. Damn you. Yeah, no, I don't know. But I'm I'm now like so, then, so far. But then it was so funny because you guys, I like left the I'm such a what it I don't know. I'm such a person of like, oh my god, this is like meant to be or not to be, right? So I left the office feeling like I'm just not supposed to have a third baby. And then, of Oh, course, I would think the opposite. Like, they yes. couldn't find it. Like, no time. I thought that, I think that they didn't find it because I think it's so pushed up there. Oh. But we'll see. I'm going to get the ultrasound next week, so to be continued. So we'll see what happened. And then if it's out, then obviously, yeah, party time. We'll see what happens. But I was more like, at that point, you know, it's like when you know you can't have something, then all of a sudden everything. Yes. I was yes. like watching every mom that's pregnant. Brandy, I'm looking at you. Or like oh, watching like, everybody. That could have been me. Oh, my IUD is hidden in my vagina oh, my somewhere. The missing IUD. Yeah, so... You know, speaking of, I was like, well, three may not even be an option, but we will see. Well, regardless, it's work if you have one, if it's work if you have three. And I say this all the time because, you know, my husband, Mr. A, is so hands-on. I mean, he makes us dinner. He makes us breakfast. He just does so much for Millie and I. And I just can't imagine, like, not having a supportive husband, not having help on the side. Well, that's what I'm Not having an outlet for my creative career passions. I mean, all of those things work in tandem. I don't know how for people me to have be okay. more kids when they don't have a supportive partner. Do you know what I mean? Like when Wild. other people are... I have girlfriends yeah. who 
still want to have more kids even though their partner is like I don't want any more but if you want this then it's on you and I'm like that's so crazy to me because I just feel like you have you to be such help. a yeah. team it's a team thing yeah so I don't know it's interesting it's really it's a really weird phenomenon the like having more the thought of like the more kids it's just a weird like I like, the thought that I keep feeling like there's this, like, third soul that's meant to, like, join our family yeah. is so weird to me because I'm not that person. Like, I'm not I that love person. it, though. Like, but, I know, but, but I the hippie s- Christian in me is so excited. Oh, my God. Oh, you I just want it. everyone else to have babies. But then I'm going to have three, and you're going to be like, no, get pregnant again. You need four. <laughs> but I, it's just a weird thing because the practical side of me is overwhelmed by what it'll do to my life. But then there's just this, like, little tug, which is why I feel like I've always been really, really curious uh, well, not always, but the last like three years, I've been really curious about like fostering and adopting, mm-hmm. and I feel like oh, I'm trying so to think nice. if maybe that's the way. Maybe I'm like, maybe I'm the practical side of me is pushing me so much so that I that that's the route mm-hmm. because then I can, we can do that when our life settles down and you yeah. know you can really help someone and you can. So I keep trying to think if like there are other ways to bring another soul into your family that's not necessarily getting pregnant, Absolutely. and maybe right. that's actually the right path for me. I mean, for me, being pregnant right now, you know, we're waiting to find out the sex of our baby till I deliver. And every time I go to my appointment, I just think how miraculous it is yeah. that we got pregnant as easily as we did. That the baby continues to be healthy. Absolutely. And I think you know sometimes it's easy to talk about, oh, I might have another kid, I might not, but like part of the reason why we're waiting to find out the sex of our babies because so many of our friends have struggled to get pregnant or stay pregnant that mm-hmm. my husband and I just wanted to focus on the beauty that we have a baby yeah. that's healthy mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what the sex is because we're going to love the baby anyways and it's already written and it doesn't matter. So um, I know we're talking about this a lot, but I just, you know, my heart started tugging at all my friends who struggle with infertility and know. You know, sometimes it's not Agreed. as easy as just choosing to add a third. Absolutely. Uh, but it's so true. Babies are so worth it. They no matter how you it. get pregnant. Oh, that smell. Oh my God. Do you guys want to know something really weird? Oh God. Yes, please. <laughs> so when I was, uh, when I had Millie, I just turned into this pumping machine. Like I was breastfeeding. I was pumping. I just felt like I needed to stock up on all the milk. So yesterday all of them, I all was of them. cleaning the freezer oh and I found some milk from like nine months ago. Which, you know, it's it's not good. I mean, they say like six right. months is the max. So I gave Millie a little milk bath with my old oh. milk and I put little petals in there. <laughs> I, oh, you're was, amazing. But here's what's funny is when petals. I put my frozen Wait. milk in the tub, it smelled like a newborn baby. Oh, oh my God, my heart started palpitating. Oh, it God, smelled... Like a newborn Wait, baby. That's such a cute idea. It was though. the best. Well, it's also great for their skin. I know, but I never have thought about that. Even when like my milk yeah. was old, but I'm thinking even in general, like sometimes you know, like when you, I remember I was so crazy about mm-hmm. it. Like the milk was left in the fridge for too long. Yeah, yeah. Or something. Don't, you I mean, just dump I it. Yeah. About that, giving them a bath. Oh my god, you could also feed your plants. <laughs> but your yeah, plants? wait, you, you can... could. I mean, you should never throw away. Wait, what? Hard-earned breast. Wait, do you milk. need to like do an entire post on this? I'm just saying, if no you have idea. milk that's expired, you know, you can make soap out have of you guys it. Ever tried breast milk? Like, I made my husband it? try it. No, I haven't no. tried it. Why would you make him try it? Not you. Why did you make him try? Explain. Would I go down on myself if I could reach my vagina? Wait, how does that oh even connect? That is like apples and oranges. That is not even one <laughs> How does testing breast milk have to do with... Oh, I don't like know. Tasting the fluid that comes, oh, I get it. It's That's like the tasting the, the, the fluid inside of you? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Brianna registered. Maybe I have a boy inside me because I'm like thinking perverted. But um, 
No, I never wanted to lose milk, so you can do you feed the plants, do something. But, but with is, it? There something like, the is there something scientifically known about feeding plants with breast milk? No, but oh, I'm okay. sure they're thriving. Like, I could be killing them. I have no free No, so I'm sure it they're makes, thriving. It makes a beautiful hair mask and reveals shiny, gorgeous hair. Okay, wow. just kidding. Did you make one? Is there a no. DIY? No, I had no idea. I'm just going off. Oh, of I just got warm. That's all hilarious. Of a all right. Well, on that note, shall we get to some of our uh, cool little picks yes. of the week? Yes. What's yours, early? Oh. You wanted to tell us about your stick, right? What? Your pen? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> See me need that? I already <laughs> did. Oh, I thought that was the top. Get no, your I'm mind out of the I did to tell us more about really? this. No, no, no. That was it. That was all I was going to say. I said but stick. I said yeah. stick. She said stick. You're you right. You said stick. Um, yes. So I want to do a trend that I want you guys to try out this week. Something that I want you to keep your eye on. You know, we're spring, summer. It's time. You usually buy a couple new pieces right now. I am... One of the biggest trends for spring and summer is tie-dye. I love it. The best part about tie-dye, there's a lot of good parts about tie-dye. I'm currently wearing a tie-dye shirt. It's so cute. It's so cute. There's a couple good things about it. Number one is you can DIY it if you want to. So that's number one. There's one million videos on it. I'll probably do one on my channel soon. Um, But you can totally do it within the colors that work for your wardrobe and your style. That's thing one. Thing two is there are so many cheap tie-dye shirts available and sweatshirts available at vintage stores and i would say don't go to thrift stores because it's the chances of you coming up on a thrift store that has a really cute group of tie-dye shirts is slim to none because it's all donation based okay but vintage stores have buyers and those buyers scour all of the thrift stores all over the place and they pull together cool pieces that they then sell so it's maybe a couple bucks more than it would be at a thrift store but it's all in one place so you can get really cool sweatshirts t-shirts there were even like the one i'm wearing right now has a graphic on it and is tie-dye and it's as long as you get one that's not like um really bright bold colors i would look for ones that are muted and soft they work with everything Mm -hmm. they blend in i've been wearing camo with camo and tie-dye together i know but some people but just I look also, cooler I, I mean i'm just like camo and tie-dye i don't know if i could pull it off yeah it like seems that crazy but is... this is what i'm saying as long as they're faded they work really well together because okay. it's about value um literally color value so like uh, colors have like a weight right so like when you're working with certain colors you know when certain colors work together they're of the same value they're of the same weight so when you're looking at like pastels the reason like multiple pastel colors work together they're all the they same all, weight. They're all like exactly. the same shade. So as long as you're wearing, like you can, the same reason you can mix prints. Yeah. They just have to function in the same world. So when you're looking at it, look for some faded out soft ones and it'll function almost like a really muted floral. Think yeah. of it like a floral. Okay. okay. Actually, that's a really good analogy. Yeah, because like, I was like, okay. I was like, ooh, now I'm, now I'm I just keep thinking like, like Miami, wife beater tank. No, like like you don't want that really bright like the yeah. stuff from I don't I don't know if that was eighties seventies or eighties yeah. but the really bright like, like red you yeah. don't want that you want soft Stopped. muted yeah the one she's wearing guys is like so a muted cute. berry Mauve yeah berry. yeah I'm, like, I'm thinking like if Nicole Richie were to do it you know what I mean yeah. like so it's like very bo- boho chic but like, like also feminine yes yeah. yeah, so cute. just one trend keep your eye out for it if you can find it go to go to a couple of vintage stores even you know more fast fashion like forever and stuff are gonna have them <laughs> and just grab a really great slouchy tea it's gonna look so cute with jeans perfect in the summer that's the trend i want you guys to keep your eye on i love it um so mine is beauty focused um and this one is a little bit of a dupe that i found so elf we all know elf Mm -hmm. Elf. like when it first started i think whenever 10 years ago i was not into it i thought it was like fast makeup as fast fashion is fast fast makeup um they have stepped up their game big time they have these little camo concealers oh Mm -hmm. sorry camo concealer yes it's a camel concealer, a 16-hour camel concealer. I don't know if 
I don't know if I did this one already. I think I may have already done this you one. You did one that's a dupe for NARS. Uh, no, for the Tarte Shape Tape. Oh, Sorry. Tarte. So this one is different. This one, that was a camel concealer. This one is a corrector, and it comes in light or dark. So if you guys don't know, correctors are something that you put on. If you do have pigmentation or you have dark circles, you first correct, and it looks a little bit more like bisque um salmon it has like yeah. a red hue to it an orange hue to, you, hue to it and it's going to help neutralize that dark color that you have so you put that on prior to your foundation i like putting it on first people have different techniques but you can put it on um under your foundation or over your foundation and then you blend it out and then you put your concealer on and then that's what's going to help prevent uh. looking really gray or dusky you know sometimes yep. you put it on you're like wait like, I mm-hmm. feel like I have still really sallow skin or mm-hmm. dusky. This helps it look really bright. And this corrector is $3. It oh. it comes in a crayon form, which I really love because easy. if you're on the go, yeah. it's easy to use. And it's not sticky, which I like because a lot of times what I don't like is when you have too much layering because then that's what causes creasing mm-hmm. and it prevents that's um, awesome. things staying in place. So it's good. So, you guys, it's just e.l.f. We'll have it linked below. It's good stuff. I'm going to try that. Like that. Okay. Yeah, that sounds heavenly. Um, mine Are is a stack. taking her bra off as we're sitting here? Brandy is taking her bra off as she's looking at her legs. Like, not, not like two seconds ago, but like right as her topic started. She's like, okay, guys, so mine is mine strap is, one. Oh, my gosh. Okay, today's been a sleeting. So, I want to tell you guys about the Stasher bag. I am obsessed with these. They're 100% pure, non-toxic silicone. So they look like zippy bags, but they're actually silicon bags. Oh. So I use these for snacks, for meals. Um, Is it silicone or silicone? I say silicone. I say silicone. I, I didn't know if it was silicone. But I wonder if it's <laughs> Silicon Valley. <laughs> Brandy, I love you so much. I just, I wasn't It's sure. like fondant. You can say fondant okay. or fondant. Oh, it's fondant. Okay. Okay, tomato, so tomato. I just I love, love that they're bags. plastic free. Okay, here's the thing. They are a bit of an investment. So one bag, like a quart size bag, is $12. Mm. But I've started accumulating them, and so I don't use like plastic zip bags anymore. They also came out with ones that stand up. So the other day, I did a picnic, and I actually put all my mac and cheese and my potato salad and all my snacks oh. in these bags, and they just stood up right there. You can put them in the dishwasher. You can microwave them. You can boil them if you oh do sous vide. Oh, my gosh. So smart. You can freeze them. But it's just so nice to keep all of our snacks. And also, I actually use it when I travel for some of my beauty stuff so they know that it's secure. Um, Millie has chalk in her stroller for when she goes to the park and wants to make friends. So she has chalk in her stasher bag. I love these guys so much. Um, And also, you can put... I, I'm trying so. I'm trying so hard not to laugh. I know. Only the chalk. Honestly, when she chalk, wants to make friends. Chalk is such a social activity. It is. It I is. love it. It helps with development, sharing, oh, um, practicing her drawing, her fine motor skills. But I also really quick one other thing. You can also use it for foods that have like juices and fruits. Like it, it completely stays sealed. So um, and I check find that it keeps my stuff way more fresh too. I think so too. I yeah. love it. Oh, do you have them too? I do. I have oh them my one right God. now. I keep on like I hate when I open like especially the bags that you know are open when mm-hmm. you go to like farmers market and stuff. And then yeah. once yeah. we try to put them away, it's like if you don't eat them right away, they're ruined. And so these are great for those like cherry tomatoes. Um, all it's just great too. Ones. Like if you're trying it. to eliminate plastic um, containers out of your home, maybe you are. Um, these are just also great for. All of those yeah. leftovers and of stuff course. like that. And cilantro, of. you know how usually you take it out of the thing, you put a wet paper towel and then put it in a Ziploc yeah. to preserve mm-hmm. it. This is fantastic. I just put the wet paper towel inside the stasher and yeah. it's awesome. And it totally is worth the money. Like you said, it's in the investment. I've it, had some mine forever. Yeah, it totally so, made it. Like years. You see I it right it. away, the yeah. return. These are good ones. 
All right, I'm going to be buying all... I feel like I'm just going to spend money yeah. at the end of this podcast. Okay, guys, <laughs> we did it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we're on a fun ride here. We're having a really good time doing this. We hope you guys are enjoying the show. This has been a work in progress, so we're really formatting it as we're going, figuring out what the sort of um, format of the show is going to be. So if you guys have any... Uh, suggestions or any segments that you think would be really fun to include, please share them. You can sort of send them to us on social media. Down below we will attach not only the links for everything that we just talked about, but also all of our social channels so that you can reach out to us and kind of keep up with us. Um, as always, please screenshot your phone, post it on your social media, send it to a friend, share the pod, because um, that'll help us grow and, and that'll grow this little community. Which and is almost goal. every time we shoot, we shoot a behind the scenes on our Instagram. So yeah, make sure you find us on social because I know a lot of you were like, oh, I wish this was a show. I wish I could see you guys while you're talking and we do share some of that on our socials and yeah. definitely engage with us if there's other things that topics that you guys want to see and hear from us um, be sure to let us know because we yeah. are always looking and we're looking really right now to figure this out and like make a format it is a mommy group it's collaborative you just have to be holding the tambourine uh, to talk <laughs> <laughs> alright dudes we'll see you next week bye, bye.